Hello, and welcome to the American Thoracic Society Breathe Easy Nursing Assembly podcasts. My name is Nina Bracken from the Nursing Assembly Web Committee. In these podcasts, we interview leading clinicians and researchers and ask them to share their perspectives on topics related to nursing and pulmonary and critical care. Today, I am pleased to be joined by Dr. Meng Yu, who will lead today's podcast on acupuncture. This is a continuation of our series focusing on integrative therapies in respiratory disease. This segment will be part one, an introduction to acupuncture. Be sure to tune in to part two as well as we explore acupuncture use in respiratory medicine. Dr. Yu obtained his medical degree in China where he trained in both modern medicine and Chinese medicine. He came to the United States in 1996 where he completed his doctoral studies in immunology at the University of California, Davis, focusing on air pollution and pulmonary pathology. He then completed further postdoctoral training in cellular and molecular immunology at Stanford University. Currently, Dr. Yu is a senior research scientist at Stanford University School of Medicine and also serves as an adjunct professor at Five Branches University in San Jose, California, where he teaches research methodology to doctoral students of the acupuncture and oriental medicine program and serves as a graduate student research advisor. He is also a licensed acupuncturist practicing in Mountain View, California. Dr. Yu, I'm so pleased to be speaking with you today. Hi, thank you, Nina. Uh, I appreciate the kind introduction. I'm also very happy to be here talking about acupuncture. Can you start by telling us a little bit about you and how you became interested in acupuncture? Uh, yes. Uh, when I was a middle school student, I became interested in acupuncture. Whenever I was injured in soccer games, my grandpa would use acupuncture and the carpet to relieve my pain. At that time, I made up my mind to attend a medical school where I could study both Chinese medicine and modern medicine. Thank you. And for our listeners out there like me who are relatively new to acupuncture, could you provide a brief description of what acupuncture is? Acupuncture is a key treatment of Chinese medicine. It involves the incision of very thin needles through the skin at acupuncture point. The patient might feel a mild aching sensation when a needle reaches the correct depth. About four to 20 needles are used in a typical treatment. Some practitioners might gently manipulate the needles and also apply heat and electrical pulses to the needle during the treatment. Usually, the needles remain in place for about 10 to 20 minutes or sometimes 30 minutes while the, the patient lies still and relaxes. And then the needles are removed. After the treatment, some patients report feeling relaxed or even energized. The Chinese medicine explains acupuncture as a technique for maintaining the homeostasis of the energetic network, which are formed by acupuncture channel called meridians throughout the body. Interesting. And what is the mechanism in which acupuncture works? Well, uh, NIH studies have shown that acupuncture is an effective treatment alone or in combination with conventional therapy to treat asthma, 
addiction, nausea caused by surgical anesthesia or cancer chemotherapy, and also arthritis, low back pain, as well as other pain conditions. However, the mechanism of acupuncture treatment in the context of modern medicine remains to be investigated. For example, modern medicine is based on the basic medical sciences include anatomy and physiology. However, even with advanced medical devices, we are unable to visualize or detect acupuncture meridians in the human body. And as you mentioned, the mechanism in which acupuncture works remains to be investigated. So how do acupuncturists determine how to treat patients without using modern medical imaging or, or concepts? Oh, yeah. Uh, all acupuncturists follow the principle and concept described in the book Huang Di Neijing, the Yellow Emperor's Classic. This is the highest authority on Chinese medicine. Its authorship is attributed to the Greek Huangdi, the Yellow Emperor, a semi-mystical figure who re reigned during the third millennium BCE. In the format of discussions between the Yellow Emperor and his minister about the nature of health, disease, and treatment, according to Neijing, all diseases are caused by an imbalance of yin and yang, as well as the interruption of the five elements. And can you expand on the principles of yin-yang and the five elements? Yes, uh, yin-yang is the relational concept in Chinese philosophy and culture. It describes a universal phenomenon of duality where all things exist as inseparable opposites. For example, day versus night, left versus right, and inside versus outside, and hot versus cold. Within the human body, the yin-yang concepts manifest in terms of spatial organization, such as the exterior and interior, and the upper and the outer and the lower parts of the body. A solid and hollow organs were also considered part of the yin-yang duality and are organized in yin-yang pairs, which are the liver with gallbladder, the heart with small bowel, the spleen with stomach, the lung with large bowel, and the kidney with bladder. In Chinese medicine, Health comes from yin-yang homeostasis among old organ systems. Well, diseases and disorders are associated with excess or deficiencies in yin and yang, which leads to imbalances among the organ systems. Therefore, the fundamental principle of acupuncture <clears throat> is to modulate the overall homeostasis by either enhancing or reducing these yin-yang energies. The Wuxing theorem is often translated into the theory of five elements. Ancient Chinese civilization considered water, fire, wood, metal, and earth to be the five elements 
most important to their daily life. They use the name of these elements to signify aspects of their nature in the five element system. For example, wood embodies growth, expansion, and judge. Fire embodies heat and upward burning. Earth embodies planting and harvesting. Water embodies nourishment and downward flow. Metal embodies reforming and cutting. The five elements have additive or subjective relationships according to their natures. The additive relations would be wood fueling fire, fire producing arts like earth, earth yielding minerals like metals, metals melting to a liquid form like water, and water nurturing growth of wood. While the subjective relationships would be wood controlling and containing earth, earth blocking water, water quenching fire, fire melting metal, and metal cutting wood. This is interesting. So the basis of acupuncture treatment is based on the principles of yin yang and the five elements also called Wu Sing. Yes, the five element principles together with the yin yang principle serve as the fundamental conceptual basis for the organ system, health and the disease. Based on the attributes of the five elements, each yin-yang pair of organ system was further equipped one of the five elements. For example, wood for the liver, gallbladder, fire for the heart, small bone, earth for the spleen, stomach, metal for the lung, large bone, and water for the kidney, brother. Therefore, all diseases can be treated according to the additive or subjective relations. For example, a deficiency in wood liver system would be treated by supporting the water kidney system because water nutrients the growth of wood. Another example would be an excess in the fire heart system would be treated by strengthening the water kidney system because water quenches fire. The acupuncturist can determine the energetic status of each organ system through diagnostic technique, such as pulse reading and tongue observation. They then follow the principle of yin yang and wuxing to determine the treatment either supporting the deficient organ system or inhibiting the excessive organ system. The acupuncture point will be selected around the principal channels of the affected organ or around the channel that has additive or subjective effects on the affected channel. This has been great. This is very interesting, an introduction to acupuncture. Um, we will have another part two uh, to share with you that will dive into the specifics of acupuncture and respiratory medicine. Uh, but this has been wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Nina.
So you have just heard an introduction to acupuncture. Uh, references referred to in this podcast can be found on the ATS podcast webpage. If there are any questions or comments related to this podcast, or you'd like to make suggestions for future topics, please contact the Nursing Assembly at nursing at thoracic.org. Be sure to tune in soon, as I mentioned, for part two of this podcast, Acupuncture Use in Respiratory Medicine. This is Nina Bracken and our integrative therapies expert signing off. <laughs>